State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment. Your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Room like this nigga. Talk. I said, great, man. Man, yeah, they had to hit me with the uh, breathing tube, get to, to open up my lungs. I went to anaphylactic. Anaphylactic shock is when your when your uh, windpipe and shit close, close up. up. 
So they had to put a tube down your throat. Yeah, that's one way the mother gonna tell me, yeah, man, Chico went surgery. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. No, so they had to put a tube down your shit and open and that open bitch it up. back up, yeah. You a little damn over a pretzel. One piece of pretzels, now. That's it, and that's all it takes. So like I said, for me, it's different. Man, I got growing up with food allergies, Slim, like, I don't, it's so much shit I ain't never had. Niggas be like, nigga, you ain't never had a Reese's Snicker? Right. No. You ain't missing huh? shit. Yeah, you ain't, ain't never shit. had a Snickers? No, nigga. They delicious little motherfucker, but you ain't missing no, shit. No, they not. Yeah, you'll be singing it so hard to say goodbye. Right. You know what I mean? It's so hard to say goodbye, nigga. Hell nah. Fuck that. Fuck them peanut butter cups. Nah, nigga. Fuck peanut butter in general, nigga. I'm, that's, I'm beefing with that motherfucker. Nah, you can't even good. fuck with peanut butter brown women. No, that's different. That's different. I don't even know why you would just do that like that. I, it hit my mind. How about yeah. say you only fuck white women? That's crazy. No, I don't do that. Not. Oh, that's really that's dark. nuts too. You gotta be the chocolate. No, no yeah. chocolate. Oh, that's the chocolate. That's all I you prefer. Like the peanut butter chocolate. Yeah, Dang. I can do that. You know what I think it's time for you to play us some pimping, man. Uh oh. Mmm. That's that's. That's what he liked. Yeah, he was. Whole time we've been talking, that nigga been over that motherfucker like. All the time we've been talking, that nigga been like, this nigga don't respect me. I'm about to drop this Zoom on this nigga. Uh, what's that? That's that Commodore sound. Commodore camera, Zoom. Oh, yeah. That's my shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's back when Lionel Richie had the streets unlocked. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. That nigga was the coldest. You feel me? You killed that shit. That's the type of shit we be on over here, man. We just be vibing and shit, yeah. just trapped out. Come on. Get it in. I'm y'all doing it for many moons. Come on. Oh, yeah. We've been doing this podcast shit before niggas knew what a podcast was. Fact. We really kind of defined what it was, for, you know, Fact. for urban podcasts, because it wasn't a whole lot of people Fact. out here. And everybody else really... just follows suit. Come on. You know, it's like, you niggas know, it's like, get in where you fit in. Mm. Nigga you know, there's a need. Yeah. Black people have voices, and we Nigga need to discuss yeah. certain topics oh. and certain capacities. Nigga wants you know, next We need some niggas like us who going to talk that shit and bring it real. Then we need some niggas out here giving bad relationship advice. Then we need some ladies giving their point of view on niggas giving bad relationship advice. Then we need some niggas and some women giving collective bad advice. Right. Then we got to see some people who spiritually uplift us. Right. Some black positivity. Some motherfuckers who entertain us. Some people who mm. gonna tell us how to eat better and get this money. It's all type of lanes that black people need to be in. And we in ours. Come out. Yeah. That's why we can move can. and do what we wanna do because we ain't worried about what nobody else doing. Yeah. Hey, it's what a hard get Got everybody had a start. Yes. In certain ways. But we gotta bring the integrity back. And we gotta make sure that everybody got the resources that they need to be successful. Come on. And that's the whole point of this platform right here. That's why we don't just be bringing everybody through here. And we really focus right now on bringing nothing but ghetto legends. Now, people felt like the people said, you supposed to been here. Who started? And then we look up and I see you doing. All these other podcasts, and I took that personal, and I hit you, and I said, Nick. He did take it personal. Don't yeah. go on nobody else shit without coming to the trap. He, he called me 1 o'clock in the morning. You see this shit? Do you see this shit? I'm like, bro, my eyes closed. What you talking about? I'm like, he must be doing a favor for, some, for somebody, because we really know this nigga. Come on. Hey, I told you, since I've been trying to get over here. First of all, this shit is in the trap. Y'all nigga, it took me what over an hour to get to this. Ain't nobody tell you to be way the fuck out there where you at. Where? No, no. Where we at? 
Where you the fuck out there? We definitely way the fuck out there. You know what I mean? Where we shoot that. Where all the way. Ain't no way they charge you to go way out there. They had to ask you for a favor, because yeah. that's fucking far. Nigga, it's far. What happened to Tyler Perry, man? We ain't fucking, we ain't shooting that Tyler Perry. Nigga, that's the most popular motherfucking uh, studio to shoot at in Atlanta. This motherfuckers is booked up for years. Yeah. Marvel and all of them motherfuckers shoot over there. Okay, Tyler, we... I talked to Tyler, that nigga said, nigga, I can't even shoot my own shows over here. We can't do Central Stage no more? Center Stage. That, Center Stage? Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't big enough. And then, you know, they have venues, so they got yeah. shows and shit. Like, yeah. you got to block that shit out for a month. That shit. That was the latest. We were talking about that shit the other day. I said, We had a whole fucking club in the We had a room. party yeah. after every episode. That shit was like a I club. Used to do, I used to do that shit too. I just. Liabilities. It's just like, I was yeah, like, it wasn't happening. happening. Yeah. And then you start them stories. Not that, not that particular year. I mean, I'm just saying in general. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, all it takes is one motherfucker to do something. Yeah, yeah. 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 All the but, way. But if you want to be technical, that was the latest. Oh, my lord. I don't know. Nah, no, y'all no. niggas ain't been around. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. Young niggas. After, 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 you well, no. You beat every last one of them. Yeah, well, I say since they came back. I don't know about the old shit. shit. Nah, but that don't even count. Well, nobody there to watch them. We was in high school. Nigga, that nigga's in high All right, well, fuck it then. Without further ado. We got a very special ghetto legend in here with us today. Yeah. He got a long list of credits. He has long literally list. done everything that a nigga can do right. in life. Right. This man has an amazing life. He has at least 30 jobs. Right. Uh, very entertaining. Right. It gave all of us the opportunity to be better niggas. Right. So it's an honor and a privilege to have none other than then who? Nick Cannon oh! and the trap. All the way, man. Man, all it's way. about fucking time. God damn, OG, you right. here. I told y'all was coming. And you I know we would leave work together nigga, to come here. We just did today. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I asked him. We was on set. You know what I mean? We was walking off at the last show. I said, Nick, man, when you come to the podcast? He was like, man, let's do it. Let's, let's shut it up. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. That's what I'm telling you. You know when nigga get the high pitched voice? You know this nigga when he get the high pitched voice? I'm like, oh, he really coming? He was like, let's do it. Come on, man. First of all. You don't have shit to worry about on the 85 South Show. Every time you go on the podcast, you say some crazy shit. They get the internet all I'm riled up. I'm probably going to say some crazy shit here, too. All right, that well, cool. fuck shit. it. That's on you. We're going to go viral. It's on you. <laughs> That's what we do, man. This suit, this suit loud as hell. Yeah, you know, I'm loud. That's why I don't give a fuck. I ain't never give a fuck. Why you wear them shades? I, I, I just want them. God damn, OG, please, man. You don't like my shit? I do. I do because I got to go to work tomorrow. But... <laughs> Why do you have you wear them? You, you wear a lot of shades, but them these are, are your the, My YSLs, I love these shits, but I'm gonna tell you because it's 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 like when you know it's Clark Kent and Superman. Right. Like this is really the low key look. This is I gotta be up at five in the morning. This is late at night, turban, star shades, but I look different when I get paid millions of dollars on TV. Facts. So this is this is just this is the cover up shit. Where but I just you wear them chilling. on TV too. But I, when you don't see me with glasses on, that's right. when I'm getting paid the most. Uh, okay. So when you got glasses shit, on, that that means you don't really yeah, want to do it. Yeah, this the mascot. This the 
you know. Keep the bag. You only can see my eyes when you're giving me millions of dollars. The rest of you niggas is under suspicion. I don't know who this is I'm talking to. I might be asleep under these motherfuckers. But see, that's the thing. Like, we didn't, you know, it's so crazy to have you here, man. Because, like I said, we came in this shit a decade ago. Like, and we was crazy. Like, me and Lowe's talk all the time, like, just about that position that we was in and just in life at that time. Niggas was. Broke. I'm talking about just broke, bro. I'm I remember sending fifty, sixty dollars home and shit. Like, so for you being a person that you know, like you said, gave us an opportunity to be better niggas. Like, was that your intention for yeah, the whole man. time, or was it just like a something that you just was doing because, like you said, you a nigga that know how to get millions of dollars on television? I know. That's where I shoot. I built the platform for to give niggas opportunity. Like even when I, the early seasons, when it was Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, D-Ray, Atheon, like I was just to be like, look, I was on, I was doing movies and music and shit, but, and I had the, the relationship at Viacom, so I just was like, yo, let me create something to, to put the squad on, and it just started working. So it was, even by the time y'all came around, it was, that, that's, that's the MO, you know what I mean? Like we just gotta make sure, and we just keeping our eye out for, Cats who, you know, really had the sauce and really had the work ethic right. to, I mean, look what y'all built. Y'all built, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's the beauty of it all. When you get, when you say, yo, it's a lot out there to go get and motherfuckers really pay attention and go get it, but, that's what it's here for. But the thing is, though, like, you had the show and it went away and you didn't have a necessity to bring it back. You didn't nah. need it. Nah. So, what, that's what I'm saying as far as what made you want to bring, like, the, 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 Go that route again. Yeah, man. I was I was at the crib. I was married. I was chilling. You know what I mean. I'm gonna be honest. I was, I had to start because I started paying attention to the, the battle rap world, and I would see cats like Khan and Clips and Hitman, and I just became a fan of it. And I was like, yo, that's that's really what we used to do on Wildin' Out, but they took it and really just cultrified it all the way and took took it. Took it to a whole new new level with the the level of talent and even how how authentic and grimy it was. I mean, obviously niggas have been battle rapping since you know the Cold Cush Brothers yeah. and Kumo D and all you know Treacherous Three. But the when when we put it out there in the earlier seasons of Wild and Out, we made it fun and you know it was me and Kanye and you know like it was really on some like paying homage to like the backpack type shit and then. They took battle rap culture and like turned it into something, and then shit after that, I was like, yo, I should, I should do this again with a whole new generation. And I was inspired by that. I was like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do it again, I'm gonna flip it like this. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I was, you know, I was running the the teen division at Nickelodeon at the time, so I was already over there. And even at one point, I was thinking like, like, let me just do like a wilding out for teenagers or for kids, like on some more educational type stuff. So then. I kind of stopped developing that. And I was like, I'm gonna just bring it back. And thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Boy, appreciate you for that. Nigga. Yeah. God, damn. And then that's what we did. We brought mm -hmm. that shit back. I mean, shit. But see, I and like y'all two was on, you know, the first iteration, and then yeah, you know, two t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, two t-shirt, two t-shirt, uh, uh, the twenty-five cent bag of chips. Yeah. They, but you know what though? Like now, being there and being, you know, one of the well, how many of us left? It's just me, you, like five, E-Man, and, and Khan, Khan, right? From, from that, from it. that original 
season five. How many people was there? Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's four. It's yeah. only four of us. From Shit, that it was more. Last time we took a picture, it was more than four people. Motherfuckers, <laughs> this would be disappearing. Yeah, but it's like that process then, like I use that as an example all the time because that was like gladiator school. Hell yeah. In regards to the time that we came in, it's like it's different now because, you know, the, the platform has grown and it took on a life of its own. But when right. we came in, Corey and them niggas was like, fuck is this nigga, nigga. Yeah. And you had to prove yourself in a way to where it wasn't, it wasn't no writers. It wasn't nobody yeah. to help you. It was right. just. Niggas the comedians was looking at y'all like, from like, especially like Spanky. And Yo, I was, yeah, we, boy, you remember that shit? Yeah, they, I mean, for real, bro. Like, it was they crazy. Really, they really fuck with y'all niggas? Nah, they was like, man, who are these niggas? Yeah, I wouldn't say, not, not in front of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but their opinion never mattered. If you really gonna gauge what you about to do off of what a nigga like that say, right. that ain't <laughs> never been my MO. Right. Them niggas that, ain't never impressed me. <laughs> this nigga here. And then this nigga came in and took their whole energy. <laughs> He's not doing the same shit. He hate all the new niggas too. <laughs> Who was there to like? Right. You can't name a nigga in there that I was wrong about. <laughs> you don't like nobody. Nigga, they, they not likable people. You just be finding, you found a random nigga with a towel on his head. <laughs> that nigga was, he was, uh, Guru no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was Before terrible. It was called TikTok. It was called Musically. Hey, man, you should have left his ass on that. I tell you that. I talk about why. It was a kid. He was a young boy. I don't know what the fuck it was. I forgot what his name was. Christian, that was the nigga. Do you see how you don't even remember the nigga name? That's what I'm talking about. You should have left his ass on that app. Nigga, low fuck. Your personality is tying a towel around your head. Hey, that nigga, and now he used to do some weird shit. He used to like put his legs behind his head. Why are you head. impressed by shit like that? <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you why. This nigga is an asshole, bro. Like <laughs> this should nigga. Not, no, fuck that. That should not be enough to be on Wildin' Out. No, you gotta understand. This nigga, I learned the first workshop how much of an asshole this nigga was at his core. Like, people see the nigga, that glass and shit, like, whoever up under there, that's who that nigga really is. Like, nigga, we in the workshop the first day. The first day, we walking around and shit, or everybody walking around, this nigga got a shocker. <laughs> you see how he laughed like a Batman villain? Like, like shocking motherfuckers? Bruh, nigga was trying to play. He was game. trying to play a game where you sit in a death row electric chair. Right. And you wrap a rap. dog collar around your neck, nigga. And if you, and if fuck, you up, fuck up the rap, they shock your neck. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what the fuck did I sign up for? I don't know if I want to make it this bad. <laughs> this thing. That like, shit was funny as fuck. See? Why they go through with it? Cause the standards and practice, they didn't want niggas to get hurt and shit like that. I'm glad you found me on the app. I remember my audition. He said, shit, just do something. It was funny. I'm like, what you want me to do? He's See, like, I don't know, nigga, do something. I'm I, like, shit. If I wouldn't, if I, I every, everyone ain't going to be gold. It's some fool's gold out this there. This nigga was already proven by the time he got on wild. Uh, like, well, nobody, nobody, gave, nobody gave me a shot like how he said. He said, I remember it was you, Nile, and Shelby. Yeah. At Atlanta Comedy Theater, nigga, and they was in the, you know, Nile giving him producer look, Shelby just <laughs> being Shelby. Bro, I didn't like, even. Do something. I didn't even have a wildin' out audition. Nigga, outside, just, outside, outside, outside talking shit about. Outside. Like, who is this nigga in the motherfucking old school talking shit about niggas? Bring that nigga inside. 
And that's what we got. That's, that's great. Think, that's I, we, still the same nigga to this day. I, I've met this nigga that's two, how you got years, this two years ago. <laughs> Man, all y'all niggas is terrible. You You ugly. They don't like you. You too old. I was on them niggas' ass. Listen, I met this nigga two years before Wild Out even came back. He was doing a Fresh Faces of Comedy show in New York at Gotham Comedy Club, and Dolly was working with him at the time. Pete Davidson. Me, Pete, and all us came. You are a new Pete. Yeah, I've been new Pete. You know what I mean? But um, I came to do the show. And when I came in to do the show, the white man that owned the club was like, yeah, I don't know who you are, bro. So you can't say this. You can't say that. You can't say I'm like, nigga, what the fuck type shit is this? Right. Bro, so one I, day Pete sent me a message said, man, I would call you, but I don't have a phone. <laughs> Recently? That was the last time I talked to him. He said I would call you, but I don't have a phone. He damn sure said it. Why the That's fuck he said it? I don't know, but, you know, I didn't even know if I should respond. Or if he was gonna get it, yeah, I feel. You. I don't know what he sent it on. Right. <laughs> but so I'm, I nervous as a motherfucker, right? So I'm like, man, everything that I thought I was gonna say, this man just told me I can't say. Right. So I go outside. My creative process always, you know, I duck off, talk to myself. So I'm outside, walk around in the circle, talking to myself. This nigga pull up, him and Dorian, pull up, see me outside talking to myself, just look like, man, New York. Walk right in. <laughs> I go on stage, do my set, I come off, he stopped me and say, hey man, you, you just was outside making all that shit you just talked about up just now, wasn't you? Because I just was talking about what just happened. Right. Like I got on stage and talked about the white man telling me I couldn't do my jokes. And right. You let a white man tell you you couldn't I do your jokes? I didn't know no better. <laughs> I didn't Boy, know no better. Think is this no, is fuck me. I've been doing comedy for two years at that time. Fuck. And I'm going up to New York for the first time, not doing this. You know, this nigga here, boy. Boy, that crazy. This nigga here is. Man, what type of shit is that? Gargamel off the oh, earth, my nigga. That's shit you should have said. That's what I said when I got on stage. You should have said everything he told you not to say. That would have, you would have ripped is, that motherfucker. It's so talented. And that's what I recognize. And he nigga, yeah, he stopped him. Freestyled and rocked that motherfucker. Man, he let a white man tell him not. <laughs> he ain't gonna let that go. No, I mean, it's hey, at least I'm from Mississippi. That hurt. Might have been Puerto Rican. That's that's right. Right. Well, that, no, he, he was a, he was a white man. Not to say. See, like I said, I, I'm still like learning. You. I'm learning the comedy game. How the fuck you gonna be a comedian and you weren't prepared for this shit all week and then the motherfucker say, "Hey, nigga's brilliant. Don't say that." That was not a job. This nigga, this nigga acting like a nigga, like I took a white. Man told me not to say nothing the last weekend. Nigga, that was in 2010. I was doing white. open like, mics in Greensboro, good. North Carolina. Like, nigga. Nigga. The yeah. only fuck is wrong with you? And he, he wanted the opportunity. Yeah, and I came up and did the shit, nigga. I get off stage. Nick was like, man, was you just making all that up? I was like, yeah, man. He said, man, keep doing that. I'm around some of the best in the game. They can't do what you just did. Mm-hmm. And then we went to I don't know if you remember this. We went to Six Flags the next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went no, to, he was crying. And yeah, shit. we went to Six Flags the next day. She was day. scared of roller coasters. Yeah, she was scared of roller coasters. This nigga made her get on a roller coaster. This is asshole, bro. I've seen this nigga at his core. So, I'm you a terrible I'm, person I'm, like that. I'm I'm just like nigga. You made me eat a fish. What you mean, just like me? Yeah. Man, no. You terrible, nigga. Nigga just called you uh, Gargamel. I can't even. Rest. I don't want to hear that shit. He got a white man talking about this shit. What the? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm evil. Yeah, that's the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 
you know, I, I'm watching you at that time. Mind you, I'm an all the way nobody. I'm just a nigga that's with a nigga that's with a nigga at that time. <laughs> with but too we, many niggas. No, it was, yeah, I was the last nigga. I'm with, I, we just I'm, met with, nigga. I'm with the assistant of the assistant, nigga. I'm like, ooh, I'm no seat. Stay let, me, let me stay back here so I don't overstay my welcome. I don't want to, you know, do too much. So I'm watching him just as observing, and I'm seeing him go, you know, he VIP and everybody, they yelling on the speaker, don't hang over the rails, and people going crazy trying to take pictures and shit. And I'm looking like, man, this is what success looks like in this game. Right. Can I deal with this shit? And at that point, I was like, yeah, nigga, I can deal with this shit. And, you know, at that point, I was like, nigga, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That is just a, the craziest shit I ever seen with this nigga. A white lady handed him a baby and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was before the kid. I'm telling you, this. <laughs> we was out somewhere, and the lady just handed this nigga a baby. And he was like, who the fuck baby is this? <laughs> white baby? A white baby. I know that pissed and you off. And it wasn't mine. No, that pissed you off. You handed that white lady that No, I was like, man, this, I, I didn't even know shit like this happened in America. <laughs> I ain't never seen that shit before. Where was, where was y'all at? trust the black man with your baby. Where was y'all at? Man, I don't, it must have been on them tour shows or something. Where was on tour? Yeah, she wasn't just coming to give me a baby, nigga. Our latest tour was that. People ask me all the time, what's the joke that went too far? Like have, in the whole history of while in there, the one that went, I don't, I don't think there is one that went too far. Niggas done been talk, talked about me dying. Niggas done talking about my baby mama. It's like, I, I don't but really give a shit. That's I got, one of the I things. Like, I got a thick skin. You can't say nothing to really. That's what me. I always give you credit for. One of the main things that I give you credit for in our journey, you know, being, you know, people that you gave an opportunity to. A lot of niggas that's in your position to give you the opportunity to stand back and see what you do. Yeah. And just let you go out and just, you know, so a nigga not attached to it. Like, oh, he's some shit? Ah, well, I mean, hey, <laughs> right, you know right. what I mean? Catch you when I catch you. But you stood beside us the whole time and allowed time. us to use a nigga that was already a superstar. Yeah. You know, it let us come up in that regard. That's, that's true about me. That's true generational wealth. I right. just want to see niggas win. I mean, yeah. That's you know. what it is. I mean, if you really say you're about it. for 10 years. Hey. Hey. And y'all that took it beyond television. You feel me? Hey. We created this energy from, from being over there. Hell yeah. Movies and fucking record labels, all that shit. Y'all killing it. Car, you, 85 stuff ain't a record label yet? Yeah. yeah. How about the same? Yeah, yeah. we ain't yeah. 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 going to the rap producer. We terrible rappers. Fuck it. Hey, There's some niggas we believe in. That, that's no, all that matters. I'm not getting no terrible rappers. Fuck it. Everybody else do it. We ain't getting no terrible rappers. Who's going to invest the money? You going to invest your part of the money. I ain't doing it. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to cut that shit off and tell that boy go home. <laughs> Cause you gifted though. No. Like you want somebody to be able to do See, shit at your same level. Kind of yeah. level. No, 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 no. See, no. we the I'm same saying, kind of terror. See how you start off? That's yeah. his goal. We gonna find some terrible niggas. <laughs> no, hell no. We can find some niggas that can at least got talent that wanna do this shit. He like, no. no. Let's find some motherfuckers who don't even care about this shit. Right. <laughs> what? And then he just gonna That's talk all that shit, shit to me and this nigga <laughs> and just do exactly what he said this nigga been doing for 10 years. See, find you, some you terrible niggas. Terrible niggas. He played, did us the Jedi mind trick shit. You know what I'm saying? See, he really saying that's what I've been doing is finding <laughs> terrible niggas. What? You saying some niggas that can't even rap better than me and Chico? Nigga, name them. <laughs> Y'all niggas do more than rap, though. Oh, man, I want to hear that shit. just dedicate their life to that shit. 
That's what it is. Y'all dedicated your life to being well, big. No, we didn't dedicate our life to shit. This is part of what we do. But this is your life. Nah, this is just like one what 99. What you dedicated your life to, Lowe? Pimping! Don't act like you didn't know this shit. The Mac and, and the pimping is what uh, got me in the him. game. Talk to it him. It was the gift of gap. You the instigator and the motivator. If I couldn't convince these motherfuckers that I'm better than what they thought I was, none of this shit exists. The rejuvenator. I pimped this whole situation. If they second guess you, then use a hater. They come think on. this show is about a fucking interstate. Uh. Yeah. Nigga, what? come on. You act <laughs> like you don't see the pimping. Nah, nigga, I've been seeing it. They done fucked up and let me get a whole building with the square footage, with security. Uh. Ain't no telling you know, what really happened. They start pulling on their shit. This is it. Look at the couch. Yeah. They, we could have got a new one. No, clean that one. Because uh. we bringing nothing but ghetto royalty through here. Uh. We want niggas to feel like they're their auntie house. Uh. Come on, man. You pimping the game. Look at this floor. You undedicated to life, too. We ain't done yet. Uh. They was about to put a Walmart over here, but we told them no. This supposed to be in Walmart. Come huh? on, man. Yeah, no, man I don't do that. I don't have them people coming we'll back Walmart. over here and be like, wait a minute. Hold up, hold we up. We were supposed to put a Walmart right there? This Y'all scared of Walmart. Great. I didn't even know it. We you got that? Look, I don't look. No disrespect. We ain't scared of Walmart. I won't let a white man take me. over Target and the rest of the motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? That's all this. We'll rap about that later. Yeah, we'll rap about that. Hey, man, welcome back to the 85 South Show. Today we are welling out with none other than Nick Cannon, the most controversial nigga in the game. People only look at the good shit that he do and they ignore all the controversial shit that he be doing. You gotta be likable, though. Every time you look up, he in some shit. As long as they like you, they'll they'll forgive you. Nick, you be wildin', though. That's it, wildin' out. You be flirting with TMZ ladies and shit. You can't just be out here saying this kind of shit, Nick. You do it. No, but nigga, you Nick, though. You be having, you be doing the most. They give a fuck about you. I'm in a comfortable position in my career where I can say shit and don't nobody give a fuck. You say the wrong shit, it's on the news in the morning. <laughs> they canceling deals. Can't nobody drink Sprite no more and shit. Man, like don't we- never gauge your life off the shit I do. You are way more successful than me. I should never be the gauge in your decision making. But uh, you always tell me, you said, yo, just hire you to pick, pay you to just keep a real nigga around. And I guess you found some other niggas. I was not suggesting nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the, why you listen wrong? That ain't you what. elevated beyond that position. Now you gotta hire real niggas to be around you to keep you solid and thorough. Hey, I am not there yet, Nick. I am the real nigga in my life. I take all the heat for my own decisions. As you but your ass, you out here just fucking going crazy in real life, man. I mean, I'm enjoying it, though. You probably shit going. How many TV shows are you now? Shit, I stopped counting. You stopped counting. So what's the most exciting TV show? I know it's ours. I mean, I love Wild and Out. That's my baby. But, you uh, just saying that because we on there. I seen how happy you be on that mad singer shit. You smiled yeah, the, the check whole is a lot fucking time. Like you be that? smiling the whole I fucking smile time. I take these goddamn glasses off. See, <laughs> that's the shit. Nah, I love him, nigga. You really care about that? I remember you was doing America's Got Talent, nigga. That nigga dressing room looked like the stage we shoot on. I was like, God damn, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you. What's the most exciting? Like, lift his arms up for a motherfucker to come fit him for a suit while he's standing right there. I said, yo. They put his clothes on. Man, the nigga went like this. He was like, what's up, Shane? 
<laughs> and a motherfucker came and dressed this nigga. I said, oh, shit. That's money, money. Bro, this shit different all the way. That's uh, money, money. So what you, what you say is the most exciting show for you then? Uh, Ever? I mean, I got to say it's wilding out. That's just real wow. shit. That's the most freedom. I mean, one, because I run it. Right. And I can pretty much do whatever I want to do. And I created it. Right. Like from working on the logo to making all the beats to creating the games to picking the cast. Like, and then for it to be, nigga, we got restaurants now. We got board games. Right. It's a franchise. We got motherfucking tours and travel all over the world. Like, I, I haven't done that in any other capacity. You know what I mean? Like when, when you take something that started in here and then it literally becomes an iconic legacy for decades. Right. Yeah. That's a motherfucking I use Wilding Out, out, out as a blueprint for every show and everything that I go on. Because I always say, well, I know Wilding Out from when it first came on, it was rough. Mm. I caught the end part of the Gladiator School, nigga. Yeah. When I found out y'all niggas was friends, I was like, damn, Carlos done left me. I'm by myself. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. That's the thing, man. It's crazy you say that, Fly, because it's a level of talent, man, that that you got to have to do that shit to the level that it got to be done at. And when you came, it was different. Like, when we first met, that's the first thing you said. When we came, did me and this nigga downstairs in the lobby, reminiscing, like, nigga, we back again, and they gave us another one. This nigga come downstairs and say, yeah, what's up, nigga? So you done met your real friend and left me, huh? I'm like, oh, you a wild nigga in real life. What's up with you, Slim? But that's the type of shit that you can feel where a nigga going to be able to blend into that environment because right. that shit, like this nigga come do the show and then this nigga, would, at that time, he was leaving and going to shoot America's Got Talent right after. Yeah. And so it was us that was creating the environment that right. you come into. And we had to fight to be able to establish like, they was trying to give me three shows my first season. They was oh. like, yeah, you're here for three. But they've been lying on me since I first walked in the building. Oh, I remember that situation that happened with you. <laughs> yeah. What happened with you? As soon as we got to the set, bro, the people who put the lights in the yeah. in the ceiling, uh-huh. they were smoking a, a joint. And they thought it was me. They blamed Carlo. Really? Yeah. Bro, we just walked in the building. These motherfuckers been smoking all day. That's crazy. Damn. Been handed out for you. They been handed out for me. Yeah, they, they but scared why you. Literally, literally with the shit I've ever been on, and I use it as a baby. Like, can't nobody even say nothing bad about Wild and Out. I do no, no sour shit about Wild and Out because we use it as a platform and we use it as a solid foundation to see how we know how a successful TV show works. Not only do we know how a successful TV show works, the energy that we have cultivated over the years. Yeah. And like I said, when we what first I got that, it was is like, it get to show motherfuckers how much shit you can actually do. Right. As a talent. Yeah. Right. Because you have to do a lot of shit that don't have shit to do with shit you might do, especially actually, if you're on music a, or you fuck with the comedy or you right. fucking, you know, you're a comedian and you have to fuck with the music. But it actually became a, a, a workspace where people was looking forward to go to. Yeah. All right, why am I called you? They called you too. All right, bitch, I mean, we got two weeks to go to LA. Yeah, to go shoot this shit. Have fun with the bros. Go up here and talk some shit. That's what it is. And we gone. It's just you know fun. what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even that like... That shit was it, different it, it at the time, though. Like, remember, them, remember them times where we was waiting on them? I remember... I ain't gonna say, to say the name on here because I don't know if they were... It was the old regime. They might be working for somebody else now. But <laughs> we was waiting on them, them pickup notices. Oh, you yeah. You be waiting. Nigga, you should be... Oh, yeah. You ain't never had to wait on no pickup notice. Nigga, yes, I did. Why not? Nick, you, you had to... The they, they was... Worried about whether that they was gonna replace you every season. Well, I mean, we had to. Is the show coming back? Is it? Is, oh, did the yeah. entire show get picked up? Oh, of course. But that see, the, the our pickup notice 
was after they had already knew the show right, was coming right, back. Right, right. Like yeah. you had already be like, yeah, we coming back on another one. And three weeks didn't pass. You like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Waiting right. for the call. They're waiting for the call. Like that shit was different, but in a sense of we, are, that's what made us love it so much in my in my opinion because we really had to work. Right. Hell yeah. yeah, like there was no, you know what I mean? There was no leeway. There was no olive branch in regards to, you know, what you do when you get on that stage, like when them lights turn on. And mind you, and I want to ask you this, like how is it different for you? Because in my opinion, you ha you've surrounded yourself with some with talent that you'll always be able to say, man, I, I found that person. But you have it, do you ever had a pressure coming up in, performing the way that we feel when we get them emails when we on the show does it does Hell it affect yeah, you the same I way keep the brand going you know what i mean now there's an expectation and even when it comes to like i don't even like saying like yo i, I found that person or i put that person on really it's the platform that i created that allow y'all to take it i think cat williams even said that shit the best he's like wilding out is like a diving board he was like it's niggas that's gonna come and jump on that motherfucker and do flips and right. do some olympic shit right and sore, and there's gonna be some motherfucker that come bounce on that motherfucker and fall the fuck off. Right. So it's like, long as I keep it stable enough for niggas to continue to launch, right. Right. then that's what we that, appreciate. We, it's, it's, the, it's the community pool. Okay. Niggas come, come jump off and, and soar with that shit. Well, I ain't gonna cap. I be telling people all the time I put you on because I know you would never say that. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, my big homie. When I came in the game <laughs> and we did that first season, Nick was he was through with it. I when you like, start doing comedy. Man, 19. Could you an old young man? No, <laughs> I started doing comedy in 05. You a young nigga. I'm a old. But you carry yourself like an old nigga. But I was raised around. I'm from Mississippi, so I'm automatically you, 60. So you, you came out yeah, the so. womb at 37. Yeah, it was an old nigga when you so came you old, out. You nigga. Old like me. Yeah, I'm yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. All everybody was old. I grew up around my great grandma and my yeah. real granddaddy. Ain't talking about my real, my like, real granddad. I got to see, I got to see my family. Where my granddaddy could have been even greater, but he never had no draws that fit. All his draws was too big. Oh, uh -huh. <laughs> wait, but he never. Did you want him to have the tight? No, I'm just saying. Like some days you go over my granddaddy's house and he'll answer the door in his drawers. That's what granddaddies do. And it was like, granddaddy, if your drawers was the right size, ain't no telling what you could achieve. <laughs> you just never had a real I fair think all chance. All granddaddies had baggy drawers. Yeah. I think they only made boxes in one size back nah, then. These, was was these, these ain't, ain't even boxes. Box. These are just drawers. I said, well, this boy, he's he's like. Saggy ass, da 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 da. Yes, just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. draw. Yeah, yeah. He could have no. been great. These yeah. draws were at least Nigga three sizes too big. Should have cut these draws. They I don't out. know. I'm from the city. I don't saying. know my granddaddy. I ain't never met that nigga. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You know, my granddaddy. I was not raised around him. My daddy this was. Nigga had a tough life, man. Nah, that nigga. Hey, listen. People think that nigga think he all jokes. That nigga done been through some shit. Oh, he got some real gangsters or anything shooting. Yeah, you know, I mean, that but that right ain't, there. that ain't, that's the, that's the beauty of being. You're going to blow his cover. Oh, sorry. Nah, nah. nah this nigga a real one. Nah, you know, it's, it's, that's the, that's the, the beauty of being in this position. Like, to get to this is the escape yeah. all of that shit. Like, right. I just did a niggas. show in, in D.C. at the MGM, and I went back through my old neighborhoods just to show, like, it's 
different now. Yeah. Gentrified but now. Whole Foods over there? It, oh, it's coming. Oh. You know <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of white people waiting on it. But <laughs> for me, it's like I don't, I've escaped that environment. Yeah. But I'm of the environment. Yeah. But when you really of it, you don't got to walk around like you know what I'm saying. You don't have to walk around like you the toughest nigga or you with none. Proudly, man. Yeah, nah, nigga. I'm. I didn't. I didn't beat the game, Slim. Like yeah, when I had to wake up every day and be outside without a choice. Nigga, like what? that's not. That's not something that you know. I, I'm proud that I was able to get out of it, but yeah. I'm also not like yeah, nigga. Guess what I did before. <laughs> yeah. like, fuck all that. But yeah. the thing is, for me, getting to a position where we at now, is like I look back on coming into that slot or that diving board, like you said, with nothing. Right. Yeah. And like really, me and this nigga, man, like we came in together and he said some shit to me at our audition, uh, that our, our first workshop, when we was doing that last audition, that group audition that we yeah, did. See, that nigga came up and said something to me that rang, rings true to this day. Some of the realest shit ever. Like, this nigga walked up to me because we knew each other prior. He was like, right. man, I don't know what these niggas great do. But we great get on TV. And I've been telling you that them niggas been garbage since even before y'all picked me. Everybody. That's what I've been saying. Nigga I didn't never change. Everyone. All of them. You, you been the same Kobe, nigga since. Kobe Bryant the of Cutler, the game. Nigga. Kobe Bryant. Fuck them. Put them on the court. This nigga don't like they nigga. make it to the. He don't like none of the older niggas either. <laughs> He's like, he's the grab, but that's why the nigga. What's the difference great. between new garbage and old garbage? The smell. Still garbage. The smell. The Still old garbage. garbage. Stink worse. Man, it's the old <laughs> garbage and new garbage. Might trick you. Who do you fuck with other than these two niggas right here? What do you mean, other than these two? You don't, don't need nobody. but two motherfuckers. <laughs> I already proved that. <laughs> People who have a lot of See, friends don't niggas, have none. You came up in this stand-up game with a lot of niggas. You don't fuck with none of them? It's not that I don't fuck with them. But do you understand that these niggas look at what I do with my hard work and feel like I don't fuck with them? Because you don't. Nah, cause no, it's niggas, not even that. It's they had the same opportunity to be the these motherfuckers. But cause, you know, y'all watch the other platforms and the mm -hmm. niggas be coming up with all of these conspiracy theories on the comedy hypes and all of that. Like, and it's like, it's, you, or whoever else got a podcast and, you know, trying to emulate what y'all done built. It's like, a lot. there's a lot of people that feel like, yo, y'all the throne. Because they, they, they authentically don't fuck with each other. They not, you can't just well, get you on camera. You only fuck with two But this is what I'm saying. You can't just get on camera and pretend to be friends. People going to see through that shit. Right. Right. That's why they shit. fuck with us. We don't always agree. Yeah. They be with the shit sometimes and I don't be with the shit sometimes. Nah. Sometimes the shit I be with, they be that's, like, Lose this your shit. That's, hey, that's real. That's, that's the, real that's, family, that's the family shit. But that exactly. come from the environment right. that we come up out of, which, you know, being in Wild and Out. Like, when we came in, Nigga, what, what helped you me? You had to find a family. You gonna be by your motherfucker. To this self. day, I still do shit the same way I did when I came in in 2013. Nigga, I'm mm. ducked off over here. Right. Cause there's too much shit going on in the environment for me to be comfortable. Right. There's too many unnecessary conversations. <laughs> Niggas is eating lunch with the wild and out girls acting like they don't know them your hoes. It's like, <laughs> like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never yeah, that made you choke, huh? That made you choke. You <laughs> like, thought we wasn't gonna bring it up, Nick? Like, crazy as hell. I don't. I, I never got it. Like, I've never got. Like, I've never <laughs> understood. I've never understood it, bro. Like, I've never, I've never understood that type of. That's you know crazy. what I mean? Like, I've always, I always had to find a niche to be comfortable because I don't. 
I don't do well in environments where I see shit going on. I'm 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 different than him in the sense that I ain't got to say nothing. Right. I just see it and be like, that's crazy. And go this about my gonna way. He going to say something. This nigga will go off in a prayer. Like, <laughs> a, this nigga, nigga in the come out. Prayer. And the, he be great to do the prayer. They be like, yeah, man, y'all do it great. Stop lying, nigga. It was like, lows. I'm trying to motivate the young people. Man, fuck these niggas. They ain't going to be here next season. Why you give these internet niggas a chance? Why do you? <laughs> That nigga be old and grumpy, boy. Yeah. I swear, boy. Fuck, man. Oh, he grumpy now. He's young and grumpy, man. Why? 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 I, because I want to give people opportunities, Lo. Nick, I want to be. I want them Nick, to get on the diving board and soar. Right. Nick, what is the criteria these days? <laughs> we have this conversation. No, what is the criteria? Every, every year. Fucking season. You are lowering the standards so far. You used to have to be good at something. You, nigga, this nigga came out. Don't use office. him. Stop that shit. That nigga is amazing. Just, he been in movies. Justina can read. Justina came after y'all. I can read. What the fuck? <laughs> you can read. They got niggas now that can't even read. Don't they got some niggas that can't hey, read? New, new kids. <laughs> they can read. Raw. It's some raw Man, I just heard them niggas read the other week. They can't read. <laughs> I heard the nigga read. What he do? What he say? Oh. I don't even know what you talking about. Uh, 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 <laughs> Paramount. Paramount. The Paramount. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he not lying. I ain't bullshitting. Not lying. Paramount. Yeah, he fucked. He fucked Paramount up. I'm talking about. Paramount. He had to. He had to walk. He had to walk through Paramount. Well, everybody like, can't read. Yeah, so Paramount. Right, shit, now you can't read. Your I'm just okay. I'm just asking. Just so they can know. So they can stop asking me. What's the criteria these days? Uh, to be fearless. Fearless. You like you? Not not like fearless. me. Not fearless. like me. You not fearless. like me. You gotta be. If you gonna succeed on Wild Out, you gotta be fearless. If you scared at any moment, you gonna fail. You gonna sink. You gonna stumble off that motherfucking diving board. People think that shit is easy. You got to make fearless. that shit look easy. And then really because they come in easy. with the fear, with their chest out, fearless. Right. As soon as it's crickets and they don't get no laughs, yeah. they get scared. Yeah. And that's it. And they, they ain't start second guessing they shit. Because they think this crowd is just going to come in here and laugh at anything. These ain't fucking people who just trained to nah. laugh. Yeah. These yeah. are niggas they, who they really watch this in the shit like they were watching it. <laughs> the house. Nah, nah, put that in the I ain't got no laugh track. Them niggas laughing for And then them New York seasons. They be thinking they be like, huh? Yo. Niggas trash, yo, sir. yo, shut the fuck up, son. Trash, hey, yo, nigga, I'm better than that nigga, B. Word. Right. Yo, put me on. <laughs> For real, Slim. But that shit was fun, though. That I ain't gonna fun. hold you. Brooklyn that, them was back fun. in the day. Brooklyn was them awesome. When we had the three level motherfucker on the yeah, side. Yeah, that was that stuff. Nigga, that, that motherfucking green room might have been my favorite. That's, shit. that's what I was gonna say. With, that, that, with the sprite. The sprite court in it. Yeah, 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 that was the one. Fresh. What that did? My DJ booth in the yeah. middle of that no, motherfucker? Don't bring your DJ that shit booth in. That, that shit was live. That shit was live, man. That was live. That A one, the A one was that fucking that New York one, man. It was like, nigga, every show. It got too, it got too crazy. Niggas was coming from the club to the wildin' out after party. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Line up, niggas trying to get a cover charge to get into the motherfucking after party. I forgot we were doing that. I forgot. That's why there was so many people in there. Yeah, niggas. People who had wristbands. So we had people in the crowd coming back there fucking with us. I did not know that. I was like, whatever we doing, but this shit fuck.
Hey, I got to ask you this, Nick. Like, what, what's the reason? Like, because you do a lot of shit, and I be like, man, that nigga don't have to do that shit, but he really doing it. Right. For example, now I'm talking about the, the good part now, like, right, right. as far as the shit that you do. Like, we stay, like, they didn't, you know, we done had a transition this particular season. We shooting, and we staying at a, 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 a hotel, nigga. Damn near a motel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you staying there, and it's like, like, bruh, why you do why it? you do that shit? Like when we was on tour and we had to take showers at the Salvation Army. <laughs> and you was like, yeah, nigga, we going to this. I'm like, bruh, it's this nigga in the CIA. Like, why is you taking showers with us at the Salvation Army? I'm trying to keep it thorough, man. If y'all got to do it, I want to do it. Why I'm going to leave y'all? Like, nigga, I, I can be on my jet doing all that. Why though? I want to yeah. fuck with y'all. But see, that's what I'm saying. But is it just to be able to see what it looks like to struggle? <laughs> like, so you don't... <laughs> <laughs> like, so you don't forget what it's like. <laughs> let me, uh, let me, what is it? Let me, let me, let me uh, say, uh, see what the poor people are doing. Let me make sure I never I mean, lose that part of me. Because we was on, I mean, that tour bus seat, like, then that nigga was go the get a full shit. body massage. The get this was, dirt off. Nigga, me. we was having so much fucking fun. That on shit that was tour fun, bus. though, man. Talking hey. shit late at night. Playing like, good. Yeah, nigga, that shit was fun. Like, I. I won't be by myself in an empty-ass jet. Nigga, like, that ain't fun. I mean, but I'm, I'm saying, you could have took us on the jet. <laughs> that's that's what I really was getting at. Like, how do we transition into seeing the other side of the glasses, nigga? We, we'd have been on this side of the glasses. But yeah, I want to see the inside of the glasses. This nigga just going to wait till we get our own and meet us. Hey, what's up, baby? You got here. Nah, I just wanted to always rock with y'all. And even the same shit like where we stand now, like, I could go waste all that money. I could go get a house, all that right. type of shit. But like, you with us? With the dogs yeah, on the like, outside. I want it. it's time to get up to go to work. We all get up and go to work yeah. together. Like, a bed is a bed. But that, I mean, I, I, I give you that credit though, man, because that's one of the things that I always recognize. Just me being the type of nigga that I am, and knowing that, man, this nigga ain't gotta be round niggas right. for real. Like, this right. nigga really could be on some like, hey, that shit man. seems so. Phony and boring, though, man. Like, to, like, cause we all done came across some niggas who really, you know, believe in their own smoke right. and they try to treat niggas different because of right. whatever reason. Like, like who, you really who could. Be, yeah, who want to be around a nigga but like I, that? I will Nobody. say, it, it, it creates, it also creates a sense of like, you know, for me at least, I know I can speak for myself to where you like, man, this nigga fuck with me, but then it's a certain level that you be looking like, man, dude. How much do you fuck with me? Because you look around and see shit that you be like, man, nigga ain't never asked me to do none of this shit. Because you expose yourself to shit that you don't have to. So how do you balance that? You know what I'm saying? I always say solid, recognize solid. And then when you just lay out the platform, people gonna go get it where they want to get it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this nigga right here, man, you, you see, like, he saw it and he was like, man, I'm gonna go get these movies. I'm gonna go get this hosting shit. I'm gonna go get this music shit. I'm gonna go master this stand-up shit. Like, it was all right there for him. And you see his, his work ethic, you know what I mean? And some people just, just want, like you said, this nigga's purpose in life is to be pimping. Like, right. that's, that nigga wanna be In life, metaphorically, not like selling coochie. I didn't, nigga, we know what selling you're talking about. Selling coochie of life. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, this is, but you comfortable leaning back talking shit, you know what I mean? Like, this nigga right here wanted all. You know what I mean? Then I also see you too, because I use you as an example. I'm like, bro, I'm watching you land in, I'm talking about literally like 20 minutes before we go on stage, and you go rock that bitch, then leave, 
You like, what nigga? Oh, he gone. Where he at? In LA? I'm like, the motherfucker was just him. It's six o'clock. Yeah, LA already, but he gotta come back tomorrow because we gotta shoot three more. How do you balance really being the busiest motherfucker I know? I'm Dang. talking about no cap. The yeah. busiest motherfucker I know, your father, and you keep a smile on your face. Yeah. How do you balance it all out? I just look at it as a blessing, man, when like I would pay to do the shit that I get paid to do. Right. Like so when you wake up and God said, like, all of this is yours, then I'm gonna go try to get it all. And I'm not gonna like obviously you gotta take care of yourself and your, your health and wellness first. But once we pass that, nigga, I'm out here cooking to the to I can't cook no more. Right. Keep cooking while the pot is hot type shit. Like like it's to me, every idea is a great idea till we come up with the best idea. Right. So whether if you got something, he got something, like, look, nigga, let's cook up. Like, if I see an opportunity, somebody, it's a bag over there, it's an easy bag to go get. Like, I'm, it's, I'm trying to be one of those cats that just understands how to diversify your portfolio on every single level. Mm -hmm. So whether it's entertainment, business, in front of the camera, behind the camera, I'm always going to be constantly thinking, what's the next play? What's the next move? So... Luckily, I'm still. I got that youthful energy, so I can still go. Like, like you said, I don't have to do it no more. I can be chilling on an island somewhere. But it's like I'm always trying to figure out how to be innovative and what's the next wave. So I can't keep cooking. Where did that come from for you? The hustle mentality. Growing up with, you know, my pops. I mean, y'all see my pops. And they got <laughs> that nigga crazy. That nigga yeah. would stop you right now. Yeah. They got a new idea every no five yeah, minutes. Yeah. And, and I just, I mean, I got it from him. I mean, he came from the streets to the pulpit to, you know, and then even, you know, just growing up around D-boys and hustlers, no. niggas just trying to figure out how to get it. How so, you keep from going crazy being a check, going from a child star to an adult star? A lot of your peers went crazy and got to fucking with the wrong shit. I don't think I was a child star, though. That's a, I think to the world it probably was, but I lived a whole regular life. You know, I was... In the projects, cutting hair, selling weed, like, you know, trying to figure it all out like everybody else. selling age, weed. <laughs> to what age? Selling weed, nigga. You know, nigga, loading at 14, motherfucker. No, I wasn't. Nigga, I was grown. For like, real? Yeah. You just looked God, 14? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You like, was grown. Yeah, niggas done bought some yeah. weed from me. Do you own nigga loading? No, nigga. <laughs> I was an executive there. I was the chairman okay. for, for years. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, I was, I mean, like, because I don't ever, like I said, I'm not trying to glorify this shit. But, like, damn nigga, it, my, nigga. My, my, my stepdad was the, the biggest D-boy in the city. You know what I mean? So I came up under that shit, and I was, that was the play. Like, yeah, if, yeah, if, if it's entertainment, he was selling more than weed. <laughs> like, that's just what I was doing in high school. I'm talking about, but I was being groomed to be that next nigga to, to kind of operate like that. And it could have it went that way. And I had a lot of partners that did go that way. And a lot of them niggas is still serving. So how the hell you get into the entertainment? Still. How do you get into the entertainment? Give us the day that Nick Cannon didn't have to sell weed no more. <laughs> and you don't have all that. Nigga, I'll tell you, it, it's, this is God honest truth, man. Like, um, it was on some save my life type shit. Like, my area and another area really was getting at it. And partners was just getting shot, dying. And I remember going, uh, I remember I went to my grandfather, like, yo, I'm literally scared for my life. Like, I don't think I'm gonna make it out of high school type shit. And, you know, guys on the street, he gave me this book called Name It and Claim It by Dr. Fred Price. That was our pastor at uh, Crenshaw Christian Center. And he was like, if you keep speaking death, that's gonna happen to you. You start speaking life, 
then whatever you speak is gonna happen. He's like, you gotta speak things into existence. And that book was called Name It and Claim It. That was probably the first book uh, when I was about, you know, 15, 16, and I had ever really read Start to Pain and kept reading it over. And I literally, you know, whatever you desire, believe it when you pray it and you shall have it. Also, Mark 11, 23 type Talk stuff, just okay. really just living it. And I started speaking like, yo, I'm gonna be an entertainer, I'm gonna be a comedian, I'm gonna be a rapper, and like, this is in high school, and I literally, while homies was going through it, and I like, it's certain area, I couldn't even go no more, we couldn't go to the mall no more, we couldn't go to different football games, because it was active. And I was like, yo, I gotta remove myself out of this environment, so I started catching rides two hours away to Hollywood, standing outside the comedy store, the improv, the laugh factory, just with grown niggas, it was everybody from Chappelle to, Pierre to the Wayans, like right. and I'm just I'm just a kid standing outside sleeping on Jamie Foxx couch, like just really just trying to figure out how not to go back to the hood. Right. Uh, and when I did go back, I, I literally had to get back to school in the morning. Do I niggas wouldn't believe me when I talk about the shit that I was doing? Uh, and I was just like, this is my vision. I'm gonna speak it, and nigga, really within. I ended up graduating high school early, and I was, I was on. I was writing for TV shows. I was the warm-up on Nickelodeon. I started, you know, at the time it was WB and all that. I was doing all of that, getting holding deals. Jamie Foxx had a, a, a comedy festival down here called Laugh-A-Palooza. Yep. Got a deal out that joint. I was Bay Area Comedy Festival, rocked that shit, won that shit. Like, all of, like, and this was, I was fresh out of high school. Right. You know what I mean? But I had escaped the life that I was like, nigga, once I saw that, I was like, I'm gonna square up like a box of Apple Jacks and just really just whatever y'all say, I'm gonna focus. And so Nickelodeon came, I was like, yeah, I'll be a little kid for y'all motherfuckers, let's yeah. go, let's get it. Bro, Laughing Palooza was some of the dopest shit I ever got heart. to be a part of. Yeah. Cause it was just like a whole week of just, all the comedians in the country just go nigga, out we, I, and Nigga, I remember, I, I got my- Hit every club, every stage. first Laughing Palooza. Like we would rock the uptown. We would do d different arena. It was crazy. everything in between. All the comedians from in, on the whole Chris urban had a club. scene. Yeah, yeah. This nigga Chris Tucker had a club out here. He used to bring me down. Like I was again. Everybody who started out young would look out for the other young niggas. They was like, I remember being a teenager. So I remember Chris Tucker flew me and Mike Epps uh, out here to do his club and put us in the same room. I had to bunk with that crazy ass nigga Mike. <laughs> that nigga had all kind of bitches. Goddamn Nick, stop that. No, but not. But that's the, those my OGs. Those right. the dudes that showed me how the game go. And that's you know obviously they were. He was young. Mike was young. Like nigga, like Chris was the nigga popping at the time. So like we was just comedians on the road and shit. So. You ever had anybody uh, like you know, little boy you or try to little boy you and then double back and nigga, eat you? Nigga, all, all the time, nigga, all the niggas I was on, all uh, wilding out in the early seasons. Nigga. Oh, so you don't fuck with? No, I love you don't nigga. fuck with nobody. See, nigga, that's your yeah, see, nah, you no, the same kind of nigga. I was a little boy. See the shit, Chuck? Nigga, uh, Spanky and all them niggas and uh, shit, uh, Joe Blunt, all them, Thomas Ward. They they was older. Live. They used to live in the jungles in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I would come up and I'd have to sleep on their floor. You know what I mean? Just, them floor? Yeah, like, Damn. yeah. So it shit like niggas. I, I was the little homie. You know what I mean? Shouts out to 
you know, Chris Spencer and, you know, all the Alex Thomas, uh, them niggas was, those was the niggas I was looking up to and, you know, they still in the game strong now, but it's like, you know, when you do this comedy shit, it's, it's, it's a whole different culture. Like, yeah, but I, the reason I ask is because how do you handle it? How did you handle it? What's the part, what's the most important part of, of, the, of the equation that, that makes you say, I ain't going to do a nigga the way I, sh I could? Like, nah, because I mean, that, what, you, what, what do you really get out of that? You know, but that's low frequency shit. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I, I'm a, niggas know what I got. Like, you get to a point, I ain't got, I'm going to stun on some niggas as doing bad like that ain't <laughs> like that ain't <laughs> he like why would you dude? <laughs> nah, I, I want to see niggas win like right. many especially especially a lot of the people i came up with i i, I want to see them shine like especially the certified real ones like you know that's like I'm, that nigga scratcho gonna be my nigga for life just because that nigga when i was a kid that nigga not only was he, he the big he homie too. on stage. That nigga was the protector he, he of all work. of us, just moving around and stuff. I mean, I seen this nigga in Compton knock a nigga out in a heckler out and set the nigga right there, knocked out, and have to tell the rest of it. He had to hear his whole set. Sleep. No. <laughs> Put him up in a set. The nigga sleep. kept talking like, "Yo, I'm just trying. I'm, I just got out. Like, I ain't. I'm just trying to do this comedy." So he kept talking. Nigga scratch up. Boop, boop, boop. Pick the nigga up. Sit. Nigga heard and he said, like jokes. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with OG. Nah, but I'm just saying cats like that when you come around. And like, so any project I'm going to do, I'm going to put that nigga in the move to school, dance, or, you know, whatever, wilding out, creating pocket, whatever I could do to help cats that have been with me since I was 15 years old. Like, and that's who, you know, whoever it is from, like I said, Spanky, Scroncho to... Whoever else that we was riding with, to niggas obviously that we already know is, you know, making hella money now from the niggas from Kevin Hart to Cat Williams. We came up hey, together. Hey, you and this D, nigga right? stay pranking each other. Y'all got to hold that damn prank shit. They done gave us millions of dollars to prank niggas now. We good. Like, oh, we going to have some real right? fun. That was, we used to come out of our own pockets to prank each other. Now we got a budget. We're going to start sending niggas to the moon and I'm shit. I'm going to say, huh? Niggas thought they was on spirit and sent that nigga to Jupiter. Don't prank me. I'm good, Slim. Don't, don't do me like that. Nigga, do you buy that nigga a nah, like some shit? Me, nah, because he an asshole, bro. He'd do us fucked up. He'd be like, yeah, Chico, I'm finally going to put you in that movie. <laughs> you and Carlos is finally going to be in the movie. We show up to set, nigga, and scrunch over there with some boxing gloves on. Yeah, I want to see if you can it's make a it. Cake. It's a rolling like, hey, what the fuck up there? What the fuck, man? He like, put your skates on. Put your skates up, because I'm not fighting. Put the skates on, Slim. You know what I mean? But that, like, that that type of shit, though. It's you know fun, what I mean? Though. When you get to that point, like, what what is the shit that that make you want to keep creating outside of the money? Like, is what, it legacy? Some, sh some shit you can have fun at. You know, like I said, that's why me and Kev do what we do. That's I'm, I wouldn't do wilding out if that shit wasn't fun. Right. Like, nigga, we, Has it ever not been fun? Nah, I think I probably went through some stages and shit where I was just like, people was frustrating me because they didn't allow me to take my brand where I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got a lot of them people out the way. So, like, you know, again, like, we jump in there. <laughs> we, we knock that shit out. We do three episodes in one day and have fun. Nigga, if you ain't having fun, you shouldn't be there. Right. And that's just, I tell that from, you know, from the top to the bottom, from executives to the catering. Like, look, we we about love, peace, and having a good time. If you want some other shit, then this ain't for you. Oh, I overheard you uh, on one podcast and you was talking, and 
you were just saying about the ups and downs about the business and whatever. Right. And a lot of people would assume that motherfucker fly too. Okay, yeah, yeah I had to show them off. You know. Yeah, the motherfucker like. Good looking. A lot of people. Match that motherfucking jacket I gave you. I might ask for that motherfucker back. I ain't got it no more. Casita got it. Oh, oh, y'all niggas just passed. Gave a jacket. Yeah, jacket worth about fifty. Well, he got it now, so don't ask me about the shit, nigga. I don't have it no more. Me and Casita, me and Casita. Like that's the thing, like, bruh, you gotta understand. You didn't. It took us. Well, I know for me, it ain't that I didn't want that type of shit back then. <laughs> it was just on Jupiter, Hell nigga. Yeah, so we expensive. had to get to the point where we could afford them outfits you was wearing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't give a fuck how much money I get. I'm stealing that shit from you, nigga. <laughs> I don't give, because I know you don't need it. Nigga. Yeah, this jacket was like 50. I know it didn't come out of your pocket. <laughs> Let me get that motherfucker. <laughs> but I ain't never tell you, but when he gave me the jacket, the lady that worked with a sweet lady, love her, she's a nice lady, always nice to me, always Chico, I love you so much. Man, that nigga gave me that jacket. She came around the corner like she was great. See about me. Hey, what's up? With, where, where the jacket at? I'm like, what, what jacket, man? What you talk about? She was like, did Nick give you the jacket? Nigga, she walked me over there like a principal nigga. Yo, some custom Louis shit. Yeah, she Louis walked Supreme me in there. She was like, did you say he could have this? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said he could have it. I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can have it. Then me and this nigga Chuck, this nigga Chuck did the Frisco shit on me. I, you know what I mean? Nigga Nick say, man, he was gonna get some shoes away. That nigga Chuck, I'm about to go get the shoes. He pulled me, hey, nigga. Hey, bro, how much of this shit you done got, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, man. How man. much of this shit you done got, bro? Like, for real, bro. Let another nigga shoes. eat over the shoes. Niggas all wear the same Man, size. Chuck, Chuck be calling you about shit like that. Chuck be calling me about crazy shit. <laughs> no, he ain't calling me. Nigga asked me on a show how many bitches Nick gave me. <laughs> I said, nigga, you giving this nigga too much credit. Chuck called me and said, yo, yo, what you say about Nick? I said, nigga, watch the rest of the clip. <laughs> he called me back. He was like, all right. <laughs> nigga ain't gave me no bitches. I got my own bitches now, Nick. Hey, have at it. As I, you yeah, should. I want credit for having my own you bitches. Should. Thank you. Clear that shit up. Don't be calling Carlos me, Chuck. Has his own bitches, I ain't never said girl. nothing fucked up about Nick. <laughs> That I wouldn't say in front of him. He'd know that. That's true. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. No, I was saying I hadn't seen a podcast where... No, I wouldn't say nothing fucked up about him behind his back. I'm going to say it to him first. Then I say it. come out of this nigga's mouth is fucked up. Thank you. He knows I'm a terrible person. We have a great relationship. People always ask me about this thing. He is here. I have to ask him about all this crazy shit. I've been knowing Nick when he had two kids. Facts. Just jump. But now I was asking... uh, I seen a podcast where you was talking about the the way the elevation of the game, and it can go up and down. A lot of people, because you know, you you started, you, you say you looked young, but everybody swore you was a kid star. Yeah, you yeah. Great, but you've been in the game damn near 30 years, nigga. Damn near. Hell are you talking about? Nigga, that's a long time. I've been doing stand-up 30 years. Yeah. I started nice. doing stand-up when nigga was like 12, 11, 12 years old. Yeah, you thought it was you in the game, but I remember you saying that when you did Drumline. Yeah. You was like, I only had $60,000 in my pocket when they called. Yeah. You was like, shit. Why I might not even have that, because that's what they paid me to do drumline. That's what they paid you to do drumline. But drumline what you did check from drumline. You... I didn't really have, I mean, I was, it was check to check. But at that time, drumline was my biggest check. And I was 60. Speak on that, living. Yeah. Check to check. Yeah. In the industry, household name. Yeah. And motherfuckers know you. Right. But you living check to check. I mean, that's just like everybody's job. And like, I, we, I was doing, I was probably making more money doing stand up than I was getting off of TV at that time. Right. You know what I mean? Because. You know, early days of Nickelodeon, they weren't paying. That's why I was writing, too. I was trying to write and do all of that because there was more checks there. I'd do the warm-up, show up, grab that 500. I, 
Like, I was just trying to hustle. I was dancing on Soul Train for... Stop, man. Niggas swear. Me and Atheon. I was about to say, Atheon Crockett. <laughs> bro, at the, the comedy club that I started in, they got a picture of Atheon. I fuck with that nigga about every time I see him. I'm with like, bro, you got Yeah, the, I'm talking about the 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 alien Jones. Yeah, I yeah, was like... Palm tree. Bro, you ever work with that nigga that looked just like you? <laughs> that nigga, the other nigga, the... Uh, that nigga that look just like you, nigga. Oh, I know what you talking about. Uh, in Roll Bounce. The nigga who Wesley? Nigga, we was in Roll Bounce together. I'm saying on some other on the on the other shit. That was the what only shit y'all did. Yeah, I mean, nigga, that was that was my partner for shit. Like we used to tell niggas we was brothers when we was coming up in no. auditions and shit like that. And that nigga was you talking about Wesley Jonathan. Bro, I guess there's a nigga. Yeah, he had city guys. He had the show that used to come on Saturday mornings on NBC. So that nigga was popping. Yeah, yeah. So I was his little bro. So like that nigga was, you know, that nigga was in Panther. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that shit. Like he, he was in a classic film and all of that shit. So we, I, I looked up to that nigga. And that's just, you know, it's one of them moves where when you out in Hollywood, like I, I had a different gift because I was auditioning and doing music and shit. But mm -hmm. stand up was what I was known for. So I didn't even really have to audition a lot. I'd be like, yo, send the casting director, send the director to the improv that night and to the mm -hmm. comedy store. And they'd be like, yo, this is all my fucking getting off, you know? And so I would skip over a lot of shit, but like, you know, like, like I, I mean, y'all done heard the stories, nigga. Every young black kid in music and in Hollywood auditioned for Drumline. Right. Like I had to go in that motherfucker about eight different times and I ain't never booked no shit off of drum, like auditions before. So I'm like, I, you know, I was musical, so I knew how to move around. And, right. you know, luckily the director, Charles Stone, who was so cold, that nigga directed Drumline and paid in full. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was his first two movies. And, but before that, he was just a dope music, you know, video commercial director. Mm -hmm. And he saw something in me, man. And it's just like, out of thousands of niggas. Like, and you, I mean, people tell you a story every year. You hear Silk the Shocker talk about it, T.I., everybody. Like, nigga, when I tell you. Silk the Shocker. Yeah, everybody, nigga. Everybody auditioned for that shit. The niggas from TV shows, movies, everybody was auditioning for that shit. Silk the motherfucking shock in that time. Man, nobody wanna see no goddamn Silk the Shocker playing no drum. That nigga from, from Louisiana, you know he grew up with instruments and drums and shit. If, if, if not drumline, what would you say, what was the moment for you was like, oh shit, I made it? I, we always had, I still don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. Dead ass. Like, nigga, I'm in, and all y'all niggas, like, I'm constantly hustling. I know you hustling. I ain't talking about, never, we talking about when the shit got different, when the checks got different. Well, I can tell you, like, the biggest check, but even then. No, like, I don't want no big check. But even then, when that shit would happen, <laughs> it'd be gone so quick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Nah, I mean, like, this should be in the biggest check. Oh, God. Damn, he said, I'll tell you with the biggest check. No, I don't want to hear that shit. What the guy? Because <laughs> if you're going to tell me the shit, I'm like, God damn. I know it's out there. But it's like, when did that shit change, though? Like, it's We all knew Wild and I changed. It helped change. Well, see, no, shit. but you got to remember. Well, for, yeah, for y'all, but for me, Wild and I wasn't for a success. For y'all. No, but Wild and I wasn't a success when it first dropped out. Then it was bad. Like, again, they was excited about punk and all of that shit. And I was just like, you know, we was just, we, we was doing well. Right. But we was waiting. Are oh, they going to pick us up? Nigga, the Wild Out season, the first season was six episodes. Right. And we just wanted to get to season two, though. And then they gave us eight. Right. He's like, oh, we thought we was on, nigga. 
And then from there, it just slowly. So even then, like, while I wasn't a su- success at first, right. you look back and be like, shit, we've been doing this shit two decades. But even Drumline wasn't a success. Like, that shit opened moderately. It did well. Right. But they didn't market it. They didn't promote it. Nigga didn't have no billboards. Barely, like, a oh, commercials was only it. on BET. But the the culture fucked with it and turned right. it into the classic. Mm. Like, so everything, like, I've never had that, that where a whole system or a whole Holy studio push. believes in you. Like, right. like the shit when you see, like, with these actors today, like, shots out to bro, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You go, draw that nigga's on buildings and, bi- right, like, right, right. because, I mean, and it's dope. Like, whether it's from Creed to Black Panther or, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's a different, there's certain people that, a whole studio would get behind and be like, Fact. we want to turn this person into a movie star. We want to turn this person to a television star. You'll get, some, get like a Donald Glover and a whole network will get behind them and motherfuckers be at the Emmys and all that shit. Right. Like, that's because the system fucks with them. I'm outside the system. Everything I done did, all my success I had to work for. Ain't nobody ever believed in me. And that's just the shit, and that's why I believe in niggas like y'all, because I know that pain. I was like, ain't, uh, where don't nobody support you, you feel like you're out there by yourself. So now at least I know how to build my own shit, so let me teach niggas the game so they can build their own shit, so they don't have to have all of their, their self-esteem built off of a system that never fucked with them in the first place. So you got that side. You got, you got, you got, I fucked with it. You got that side of it. I fucked with you, you got that side of it, right? that side that you're dealing with on the corporate side and the Hollywood side, and then you got the other side of it, the shit that niggas come up to us and be like, man, Nick Corny for real? Like, man, get nigga real nigga. You know what I mean? He so, done been with me. No, listen. Swing on oh, the yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time school. All the way. Time school. Yeah, we standing there like. One more time. Yeah, all the way. Nick ain't here, my nigga. He ain't here. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> but we, let's but go we, talk. let's nigga, go fucking talk then. Yeah, niggas, he go right there behind me like, like y'all yeah. was shooting some shit. Yeah, we was shooting some shit in Times Square. But Buddy was just he, he was, was talking. Shooting. You know what I mean? But uh, like you, you deal with you dealing with that on that side. But you've never said. Hey man, what the fuck y'all mean? I'm calling, nigga. I'm over here dealing with this shit. You bitch ass niggas got me fucked up. <laughs> like, why haven't you felt the need to ever address that part? You address a lot of shit. You address some shit that you shouldn't address. <laughs> but you never address that. Cause why that not? Shit, like, cause it don't bother me. Like, that's like, it don't really like, I, I like when niggas call me corny, nigga. That's, that's my motherfucking like decoy. I'll yeah. take that all day. Like, I, I don't, I want you to underestimate me. I want you to think shit is sweet. So, cause then now I got the upper hand, whatever the situation is. But we know you, and we know that this shit is. That shit ain't even. It ain't even. It don't even apply to the gangster shit. We be seeing you doing like, man, these motherfuckers new. It's beauty. I don't blow my cover. Like I want to be. I'm corny. Yes, that's it. Is what it is. Because and then it's marketable. Nigga, exactly. I always say, nigga, the corny is. I seen the nigga. I seen the nigga do some shit. That's the that's the shit. Like chicks really like corny motherfuckers. If you, they want you to make them laugh. Don't be on here giving relationship advice. You know advice. You get terrible. I'm show. You give terrible advice. I'm asking them questions. I got you. I got you. Which one, me? The one you giving terrible advice on wearing bright orange hoodies and shit. That's the morning show. That's why I be wearing. You starting off the morning giving out bad advice. You know, first of all, I ain't never gave a nigga advice ever in life, nigga. I know. You did tell a nigga get a lawyer. 
And well, you never man. like what we were getting paid. You what? like, y'all didn't get lawyer and walk off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly what that nigga told But the first part, he didn't even walk off. The nigga said, y'all niggas get a lawyer and went and laid in his bunk on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, is this nigga just gonna get in the bunk after, yeah, after <laughs> telling us? <laughs> all right, well, bye. Hey, y'all niggas went and got lawyers. Yeah, and you it. see what the. <laughs> but I don't give advice on camera, is what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? So what would you say is hard? Is okay, as, 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 a, as, a, as a man with many gifts, many talents, I understand. Yeah. You got the hosting, you got the comedy, you got creative content, you got, you got music, motherfucker. Yeah. Movies. Movies. What would you say was the hardest to grab? the hardest to achieve. I know you're saying you still overcome yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the shit that, we're, obviously, we all know, like, the shit that's probably the most frustrating because the music game is not a real game. It's not based off of talent. Right. So niggas can't, don't sit, sit around and know I play seven instruments and right. make all the beats on Wild and Out. It's just like, you got to have a story, a trajectory. I mean, you go through the same shit. All y'all go through the same shit. Y'all niggas is gifted. But they want to hear about the nigga that was trapping or the nigga that just got out. Yeah. They just the nigga, act like they don't see you. That's how it works. You know yeah, I mean? so it's like, which is cool because there's something to it because niggas like authentic. They like real shit. They like a nigga. Like, that's that's why today the, the biggest D-boy in the hood can become the biggest rapper in the world because, like, oh, this nigga is certified and they get respect in this field. So all we got to do is put this nigga together with some rhyming words and a dope beat right. and he out of here. Right. So when a nigga who's not trying to do that but can come up in the church and sit on the organ and sit on the drums and all of that stuff those usually don't be the dudes that succeed in that space so we still on the grind and you know even like i done put you know multi-platinum artists on i done put i done built careers but i'm never one to gloat to be like oh i wrote that song or i did this or, like i just but the music game is always going to be a challenge one it's a young man's game mm -hmm. so to be able to stay current and really, and that again, y'all niggas keep me hot. You know what I mean? The next generation of artists that I'm looking to find, the new show I got, Future Superstars. I'm, I'm finding teenagers. I'm finding, and and I learned that game from the Quincy Jones and the, the L.A. Reeds. Man, that and all. shit been done. Go find some old niggas who never got a chance. They too old. I did that on America's Got Talent, nigga. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I did that already. <laughs> Them Susan Boyd was and shit like yeah. that. I remember. Find that if old I'm nigga in that subway who be singing Sam Cooke. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> One of them early seasons of Wild and Out, you was bringing her around. Like, H-E-R, her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Lil Gabby. Yeah, like, you was like, this was, yeah, this is, you know, my new artist or somebody I'm working with at the yeah. time. And every time I see her, I be thinking I'm tripping. I'm like, I think that was the... That's it, yeah. I put her on Nickelodeon, nigga. I, I directed and produced a movie for Nickelodeon that had... Her in it, Soldier Boy, Justin Bieber, uh, shit like it was. That I've always had a knack to to know who's gonna be next in the young young talent space. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where we continue in that that vibe. But I think now I'm gonna probably stick my chest out a little bit more and be like, yo, I produced that record or I put that person on. Yeah, they you gotta do it a little bit more. I never wanted to though, cause I always like to play the back. The music industry, they know, but then they be like. If they know, know you's behind it, they like, oh, because the, in the music game, there's so many different platforms and right. so many different titles and jobs. People be thinking you got to be the motherfucker that's holding the mic to sing. But no, I can put the shit together. 
And then sometimes it might be better that people don't know because they know you did it and just won't act like they don't like it just because they know you did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Motherfucker act like, oh, he did it? Oh, I don't even want to hear it now because I know I ain't going to like it. But if you don't put your name on it, then a nigga. Yeah, that's why I have my, like, even when I used to produce uh, records for Mariah and yeah. shit, I didn't want people to know, so I had an oh, alien. Oh, shit, put it out there, my so boy. It was uh, the Heat Miser. So it's like all the motherfuckers. Man, of all the names you could have came up the heat might. What do you know who the fuck the heat might? See, you're a young nigga. You don't know who the heat might. Oh, he about to flex on you. Yeah, well, please. Nah, see it, here it, go. It was this old ass show back in the day. Where niggas used to get high too and watch the shit. It was like the the black version of like motherfucking Sesame Street and shit. And these niggas was like it was like HR puffing stuff and all that shit. Oh no, and it, it was the heat miser. If you remember, then they also made the shit. Um, the Christmas, the the motherfucking Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer shit, and it was like the nigga that was ice cold, and then it was the other nigga with the, the flame hair. That nigga was the heat miser. Heat miser. I'm telling you, nigga, that shit was fire. So, so what beat I'm, did the heat miser? What's the hottest beat that the heat miser made for Mariah Carey? Uh, that shit that just went viral again. The, um, it's a rap. Well, you know what you should have produced. And I put, I put Mary, Mary J. Blige on them on the remix of that motherfucker. Well, if you would have produced Mariah. that damn Christmas song. Oh, and the guy was fucking yeah, it was 13 when yeah, that exactly. came out. Now, that, that, that shit. Was now, we done made so many jokes over the years yeah. about all of the shit that you got going on because you're such a public person. Right. I mean, you can't, I don't know why you, you just said they don't nobody believe in you, but somehow the universe just seems to always have oh, yeah. you in front of some shit. Oh, yeah. like the God universe, got my back. Yeah, the universe <laughs> finds a way to put you in front of Everybody. the world and everything you say and do is right there for to, to be consumed by the public. So why do you choose to, like, as, as we've known you, you've grown it to me, at least in my eyes, you started to, like, let people in the shit that you used to that you had to be in this space to be able to see. Now you just giving quotes about shit, and I'm like, ain't no way that nigga said that out loud, man. But where does that get, did that come from just fatigue of giving a fuck? I mean, I think I always just been the same nigga. Like, it just, I think like you said, if, if the spotlight is on me, I'm, uh, I'm gonna keep it a stack. You ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it to the best of my ability and right. truthfully. Now, yeah. you don't have to be trolling sometime, though. But so, yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, like, now, what is the I mean, change? Right now, because it's like, I'm in this business. When I'm building brands and shit like that, I know if I say a certain shit, it's gonna go viral. I always say, you know, you gotta manipulate the media before the media manipulates you. Right. You know what I mean? So you gotta know how to maneuver in these spaces. And also, I gotta be the front runner in a lot of this shit. Right. So sometimes I gotta step out there and say some shit that other niggas are scared to say. Or, or feel like, yo, whatever consequences come with it, I can handle it. Right. You know what I mean? Where another motherfucker might say some shit and their career be gone. Right. So, you know, it's really about, you know, truly living that freedom of speech shit, especially when they know your core right. is, is centered, where you're coming from an authentic place. You're coming from a place where you just really want to see people shine and see people win. Man, speaking, of, uh, speaking of media manipulation and, you know, we ain't never talked about this or whatever. When all that shit went down and you know what I'm saying? And we was fired. Niggas was fired. We, we was fired. It's your Fuck fucking fault. <laughs> we was fired. During the pandemic. I ain't, ain't gonna tiptoe we around it. You was doing fucking, the pandemic, bro. During the pandemic. During the pandemic. He definitely didn't fuck up. You fucked it up, Nick. What, what, 
How did you feel when, because nobody was, I ain't never got offered no money. It was a, a interview and they asked me. Right, right. If you, if they wanted to, if they wanted to replace me, how much money was it going to take for you to get on the show? And I was like, I ain't taking they shit. They asked you that off the breakfast club. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I ain't taking shit. Nah, that's, I, I ain't never told you yeah, on camera, nigga. I love you for that too. That's I appreciate real it. Shit. I just want to. I you know, I would have took the money. Yeah, we know. You know that. <laughs> I would have left your name on the shit. Nick Cannon presents Carlos Miller presenting the shit that he presented. <laughs> 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 nigga, hell. You know, I would have took the money. No, we wasn't. Nah, but I, like I, that, I just want to know, like, when that shit popped up, because you're still a regular nigga. Right, right. Outside of all the shit that you accomplished, because right. we acting like this because we do so much. We ain't got emotion. Facts. And we ain't got feelings. Yeah. So when that shit popped up and you heard my response, what was your initial reaction when you were like, God damn? Nigga, I loved you for that shit, but also because I was at a time, I had told them niggas I wasn't coming back. Like, like it's funny because a lot of, okay, if you remember how it actually played out. I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember I, remember. I, remember. I was at the house. I never then watched Father. They, they got mad. And, you know, they said, you know, and I had been in this situation before with NBC and everything to where yeah. the people that the higher ups said, we have to teach you a lesson. Right. They literally, they was, they, and behind closed doors, they said, we have to make an example out of him. Because, you know, all the people in, in our space and our, it was, was talking reckless. Right. Yeah. And it got back to me. I was like, they want to make an example out of me. Like, what is that supposed to mean? Right. Like, if that, if that ain't the most offensive and butt-breaking slave master shit if I ever, someone's, you gonna make, you gonna hang me uh, out in front of all the niggas and, right. and, make an, and make an example out of me? Right. And so, you know, they got, then you gotta start backtracking, you know? And so then they offered it back to me immediately. Like, yo, how can we figure this out? And there was a lot of amazing people that, you know, that I worked with for years. That's why I say you can't ever even blame an individual when you're talking about corporations. Because there's boards, there's shareholders, you know what I mean? There's people that been putting money into it for a long time. And the majority of the people understood, you know, yo, Nick is family. He's been at this company since he was a teenager. Right. Then, but there's some people that literally like, we gotta make an example out of him. Mm -hmm. So by the time we got there, I was like, fuck that brand, fuck that. Matter of fact, this is my brand. I've owned it for the majority of the time. And I want this, I want that. It's, we did the evaluations. We knew how many billions it was worth. Like we was ready to go to war. And I was like, if I never step foot back on that motherfucking stage again, I don't care. I was done with Wildin' Out. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I was just like, one, I had a whole, I had, I was getting more money at other networks. Was, Fox had my back, right. solid, Fox you know what I mean? Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah, Fox, Fox. yeah. So it was like, I'm good. And like, I, I was cool. Like, and you know, I'm a, I walked away from NBC. I walked away from millions a couple years earlier than that. And then doubled up and, and got the number one show on Fox, right. believing in myself. So I was like, I'm gonna just do that shit again. Right. And like, I was, I was like, so whatever they want, and then when I heard y'all do, do the interview and a couple other people and shit, I was like, damn, it's a lot more people that love this brand and, and eating off this brand and provide for their families with this brand. So I was like, all right, 
I'll come back and do it for them. I come well, we back. We wasn't coming say, back. Hey, we said that live. Hey, like, nigga, it was it was unity. Not coming back and doing that shit without that nigga, man. I wish another nigga wish would. Wish I would have did. Jason Derulo presents. You know how many families we provide for with Wildin' Out? Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Just I know one in particular. Who? Mine, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So it's like I, I came back because I wanted to do it for everybody else. And that's and even now, that's why we, you know, trying to give other people out. We, we, the funny thing what you say, like, behind closed doors in the business meetings and stuff, because as you see, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, mergers and this company buying this company and this so i know how much value wild and out has i know the digital numbers i know the ticket sales when we do on the live nation tours so and a lot of times they try to keep us in the dark right, with, right, right. they don't want you to know your value so i know the value so i'm like yo wild and out should be its own network we've produced enough content enough stars we we, we going towards 500 episodes so just based off of that alone, nigga, the, you know how much value is it just in that IP alone? Right. Nigga, like you said, look at look what Friends is worth. Look what Seinfeld is worth. Niggas ain't got half the amount of episodes we got. Facts. You know what I mean? Everything that you think is a success, look at what we've done over the years. Look at the the all the millionaires we done made and produced. And so when you know the value of something. Even when they try to act like it ain't value. Oh, we don't know. Oh, we're going to move you to this network. It's not, ah, you can play the games if you want to. Give it back. Right. Watch what I do with it. Right. And that's where they don't, they don't want us to know how much power is in it. But the power is in us. Right. That's why when y'all, with y'all built with 85 South, it's like, keep going. Because you quietly showing them, them bigger studios and networks that you don't need them. Right. That your fans going to come with you wherever you go. Right. It's great to see y'all on TV, but they also gonna follow you over here, and they gonna make sure they gonna come see you in in their city. Right. They gonna wear your merch, and that's the stuff. That's that's magic in a bottle. You can't get that every day. Every, from every a lot space. of responsibility, though. Hell yeah! Well, I think that's the part that people don't talk about, like, cause I know, like, in the space of Wild and Out, we didn't been we didn't been through trans. You didn't been Nick Cannon the whole time, but we didn't debate nigga. Ain't nobody know who Chico Bean was in season five or you know, like Carlos Miller to where we, who we are now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've seen when the environment be a certain way and then you walk in the room and everybody's change. Everybody ah. start doing something different. And right. Everybody, how do you navigate that? Because when you had that type of power and you walk in the room and everybody was doing what they maybe wanted to be doing and then you walk in and they start doing some other shit that tr in front of you, like how do you know who's there? How do you navigate people? <laughs> in that regard. Cause you've been seeing them since legit. I mean, it's one of them things, man. You gotta, it's chess. You gotta let, they, they're gonna expose themselves. They're gonna move how they wanna move. And some people gonna show you how solid they are. And you just gravitate towards that. You know what I mean? Like, it's everybody is putting on their best representative. And ultimately, 
you come across a nigga like this, who no matter what room he in, he gonna always be the same nigga. Even when it's inappropriate. <laughs> this nigga be cussing out the motherfucking cameraman and the tech. But like, they love me. And they they, they, they want to hear this shit. Yeah, but then there's a nigga who, where we all thinking the same thing, but I, I, I play the game a little bit more. I know how to, I'm going to strategically tell you the same shit he telling you, but I'm going to do it in a way to where you feel like it's at least politically correct. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, now I'm at a stage where I ain't even got to say shit, like you saying. See? Like now, my presence speaks for itself. Right. So when I walk in the room, you, my, the aura is going to make you either straighten up or have to back off because it's like, oh, yeah, he probably really don't fuck with me because I'm on some bullshit and he can sense it. Mm -hmm. So like that's, I, like spiritually, that's where I've been trying to, you know, get to, to where now I ain't even got to say shit. I just walk in the room and people know what it is. Yeah, well, can we set the record straight, man? Right here on motherfucker. I'm straight. I can't be he's that high. Of, he's scared of weed. Man, I'm scared of weed. I'd <laughs> be too high sometimes. <laughs> set the record straight right here, right now. Face to face for the motherfucking world, man. Because I'm sick of this shit. I'm tired of asking this goddamn question. You did not fire Carlos. Nah, can we tell you I want to tell the truth? Yes. Tell yeah. Yeah. We been. Yes. yes. We before you answer, I, I speak from there. I've never been fired. Right. But we have been done in a way to where it's like, damn, like what has a nigga been doing on these script? Like, no, I'm the not truth. the nigga. I'm tell not the, the nigga. Truth. I want to know the truth. No, I'm not the nigga. I'm not the nigga. You know my person. I'm not the nigga to be like, nigga, run the tape back. You got me fucked up. But. They put you in a position where it's like, nigga, is that what I get? Do I got to show up and be the nigga that I can be and be ignorant to make a motherfucker realize it? Or do I just have to say my feelings hurt? Because when you know that you put this shit down in a certain way and a motherfucker just be like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. You'll see what? And we be like, nigga, is, because you remember when Los was gone, we both had conversations like, nigga. This shit feels strange, Nick. Hey. What we gonna do? And he came to Nick and said, Nick, we to you, like, bro, nah, like, right. please, God, whatever we gotta do to get this nigga back here, because the environment ain't the same. Like, who do that? Who the fuck is the person or the people that be like, fuck us like that? Man, I told y'all for the game. I'm glad y'all even already laid it out there, because y'all already talked about the origin in this conversation already. When we was on that motherfucking tour bus, and I told y'all niggas, Go get lawyers. Right. That's exactly where that shit starts. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. This whole motherfucking world is ran by attorneys. Like, go, y'all go home and watch the motherfucking Devil's Advocate. Are y'all already at yeah. home? Yeah. Watch that shit with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Like, when you, the people who speaking that legalese and talking that shit, they the ones that run all of this shit. And if you got a good solid lawyer rocking with you that ain't in the pockets of the other motherfuckers because that's where even your lawyers could be playing both be on sides. some snake shit because they've been cool with the corporate lawyers and all them people since back in law school right. and they all under the same entity right. so they all got the same oaths and beliefs and all of that shit so that's the groundwork so i'm gonna tell y'all what i have to deal with every single season every single season they tell me i gotta cut the budget and i figure out how the ways to maneuver it, because again, they don't want a nigga to know his value. Even though our shit steady rising, 
They're going to try to find something. They're going to tell me, well, you know, your, your 3 a.m. shows aren't really rating as much as, as well. You don't even fuck about that. We know what the numbers is doing online. Right. So, again, we let them give it. They give us a number. And, again, you know, it's motherfuckers' jobs to keep telling you a lower number. So, and that's every season. So the goal is they always want to seem like they got more power. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of people who ain't there no more who were in positions of power that would say stuff that, like, everybody's replaceable. You know what I mean? Like, and just, you're like, all right, well, that ain't the brand I'm rocking with. Right. But I understand what you're saying because of what we built, you know, nobody's bigger than a brand. Right. You know, we really trying to get to it. So... As this loud, outspoken motherfucker has always been from day Somebody one. Somebody ass out. He probably said, I don't even know. Like, again, I don't know, but, you know, he didn't, he didn't have too many friends in higher places to say. But he looked like somebody that was, as they considered, a, a troublemaker. And y'all remember there's been incidents where people would get... Now, I'm not, just, I'm not just saying you, but there would be certain... We'd have to have conversations with HR because... We might have said something about a certain community. Or we might have said something, a joke or something that made someone uncomfortable. And they went and complained about the, or again, smoking in the, or whatever. It's always, if you get, just like at any job, if somebody wrote, writes you up too many times, now you won't notice. They paying attention and you, you get the... You get the jacket of, uh, of a rabble rouser, a troublemaker. That's mm-hmm. just, and you know, we all been there, but he was probably one of the more louder ones. Right. So when he came game. up, and again, man, we're going to keep it a stack. <laughs> keep it a stack. When everybody, at no point did anybody say, we don't want Carlos, we don't want GD. We all have representation. Mm-hmm. And when the way it got back to me and a couple other other executives is, you know, when it's time to renegotiate for your deal, Carlos, people, rightly so, was like, Carlos don't want that deal. Carlos want more money. Carlos want it like as his represent. All of our representatives have, have right. shown us, and even based off of as we sit here right now, they value all of us differently. Right. And I, I'm the only one. I get to see everything. Right. But you know, even at the time, they give. He got holding deals. He doing other shows. He doing MTV movies. So they value DC differently. So they'll say, well, as long as we got DC, we're good. And like, but you know, we we all want right. to be good. And then it's like, so then I got, I get put in a weird position. I'm like, but I, I don't, I don't do the bullshit. It's like, I want everybody back, even the niggas Carlos don't like. I want, I want everybody get it, cause I, if that's, I know my budget <laughs> is larger, and I can move it around. I get niggas more episodes, cause if I say, I, cause like right now, our cast members they try to get me down to six on six. And with, a, with the team captain, so it's really, including myself, it's seven on seven. Y'all remember, there's been seasons where it's been 13, 12, on, 13. 13 on 13. Right, right, because right. I was like, I want to make, I, I can maneuver it around as much as I want to. Right. So when they were like, all right, well, we're going to send everybody's deals out and we're going to see who comes back. And y'all, this shit even happened this season. When niggas don't come talking back the way they like it, they was like, oh, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Hmm. And that's how it got. There's like, Carlos isn't signing his deal. And I'm like, and I'm in the same position y'all niggas. I, nigga, I almost didn't come down to this motherfucker until they got my money right. So as much as I'm going to hold it down and be like, but they do me the same way. And I got I to gotta 
hold tight, stand on my square, and be like, nah, I ain't coming until you get till. And I see the numbers. Mm -hmm. I know what everybody get. I know the value. So in those situations when, again, you got struck, the, the people demand, we knew we wanted those back. But when the people, and y'all remember when, when they came back and we was all standing outside by the trailers, and like, yeah, you know, I don't know why Nick didn't want you. Motherfucker, come over here and say that shit that you know how it is. Right. Like, that ain't, that's never how it plays. I'm going to so tell everybody, Nick cried when I came back, y'all. Huh? He cried when I came back. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see yeah. the episode? Nah, fuck the episode. It was when it, it was before the I camera did, came I on. Did. Yeah, the nigga hid in my dressing room. Yeah, yeah Nick, Nick cried. He ain't want nobody. But to that know. was one of the funnest episodes ever. That shit was. That was one of the because because when he came out, at, this is probably the only time we've done this. As I know, for speaking from our perspective, because right. that's the thing that. From my from my vantage point, that always makes me say, "Well, damn, where does the you know where does the the credit come in for the type of people that we are in the environment and understanding it was necessary? Because well, if we wanted to, we could just go out there and just I'm talking about berate motherfuckers, right. and and wouldn't be nothing nobody could do. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, it wouldn't be nothing that could be done. And, but we understand the structure of the this this is a team sport, so. We understand that it, it's like, man, we got to make everybody look good. Hey, bro, don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do that. But that day when that nigga came yeah. back, we was like, nigga, get the fuck out the way. Move. Yeah. If you don't do this shit at the highest level, sit down and watch, nigga. Right, nigga. That was it. That's, what, that's, that's the same episode y'all got out of my little brother. Brother Shoes, yeah. Yo, that nigga, see, that nigga yeah. is famous in the hood. Big ass. Yeah. Boy, All the way. On that, boy, that day, boy. They that, that, designed them Astro boots after that he, nigga. He, he, he was the only one that had the heart to, to step up and do something. Everybody yeah, else was, was like, Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
into a gang. It's a community <laughs> unity. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, like the same way you say we fuck with each other, I can say genuinely, bro, we fuck with you. That's like, love. That's like, bro, we fuck with you. Like, niggas is like, I'm pre niggas, love. niggas is like, like, we really love you, Slim. Like, if you, if we never did another episode of Wildin' Out, like, the fact that you was willing to stand next to that shit is the most mad shit out. Like nigga, a this decade, nigga, nigga. Yeah, that long, that long. That that's did, long. All of the shit that you've yeah. done throughout yeah. the years and stood next to us and said, "All right, nigga." When you had morale, we was telling all them other sit y'all last down, nigga. Y'all ain't doing no work. My last, my last day tomorrow, nigga. So I fuck it, you know, baby. Y'all niggas be there. I'll be there next week. We ain't get y'all together. Fuck it, y'all. Let's do it. Yeah, you can stay in some more days? Yeah, nigga. All right, nigga, Please. come back. Like, y'all three got to be together. Please. I mean, I wish you'd tell the network that. Yeah, but. Like yeah, if you say that, that now, shit. we going to get it at a moment. So now, but, I, but next run is let's keep it a stack, though. I understand how it goes. No, no, let's keep it I got to pay for that. But I, I want to see that work. That. You got a lot of money. And that's what I'm saying. I just invited the nigga to be on the episode. Well, that means we're going to have to charge you a lot more because we know you got more than you can nah, spend. That's I'm like, that nigga right there. Uh, you but, have, uh, before, no. before you go, Nick, I got to ask so you this, man. You have so much money. I got to ask you this. We do got to, because we'll be in here, nigga, forever. Forever. But, like, I'm a big, big, like, proponent of what you said about the freedom of, you know, being able to say what you want and manipulating the media before right. you. Like, before they get you. Before they get you, but like Los always say shit to me like all the time. He said, man, I wish Chico, I would go on shit and say ridiculous shit like you be saying. Nigga, you know how much shit you avoiding by saying the shit you say out loud? <laughs> but for you, nigga, you take it to another level. Like yeah. I got on the breakfast club and said, I don't never want to be married or be in a relationship. <laughs> and I'd have been saying this shit for years. Right, right, But when right. I said it on the breakfast club, Nigga, you should have seen the comments, and really? I'm talking about, they it was crazy. Here. Nigga, you be saying shit, <laughs> and I be like, bro, this is beyond honesty. Like, this nigga gotta be fucking with somebody. <laughs> like, what is you, as best as you can explain before we roll, what yeah. is your perspective on relationships with women? Oh, shit, nigga, we gonna be here. We, that's another episode. I gotta no, come no, back. No, well, but well, I'm talking about leading to the it, next episode. It's energy, man. At the end of the day, whatever makes you happy, I, I, that's what I offer, you know what I mean? And luckily, and God has aligned me and blessed me to be able to do whatever I want to do, however I want to do it, and can't nobody tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to love, I offer, I'm 100% I'm from the gate. I can say, yo, I can elevate you. I can take you to places you ain't never been before, but you got to trust me. And you got, it's going to be a different level of freedom, like to where I'm so confident in who I am and hopefully... The, the the woman I'm dealing with is so confident in who she is that we can operate on some new shit and we don't got to get stuck in these old school, traditional, colonialism type of scenarios. So I'm like, look, you move how you want to move, I move how I want to move, but I'm going to be offering so much. I'm going to be so much of a protector and a provider that you ain't going to miss a step. And then so from there, you you don't everybody everybody don't go for the shit, right, right, you right. know. But and I gotta take those sacrifices and pretty much like all right, we built, we had time on on this planet at, at a certain frequency where we was vibing. But you want different things out of life. I, the women who want the white picket fences and you know the the monogamy, they're amazing women for a certain type of nigga. Right. 
I want somebody who want more than that. I don't want somebody who is who wants ownership. I want somebody who can grow and build some shit together. I've been saying this shit for years. <laughs> I've been saying this shit for years. And your, and your jewelry crazy. looking like they started they believing. They're calling me crazy. No, this is not. Ain't got nothing to do with that, nigga. That's a bill. <laughs> but like to hear you say that at the level that you at, it's like you know what I mean. Okay, there is a a, a a level you can get to as a man and not be. My granddaddy was like that, like and his granddaddy, like it, yeah. it, it was. running our family. But it, but I say this to say, it's not a scenario to where it's. I mean, as Carlos would say, pimping and giving them game. It's actually real life shit. Right. Like it's, it's my culture. That's the game. But, but when you when I say you can be happy, just how you play it. Here, here you go. You can be happier over here. Right. You know what I mean? Instead That's of pimping. Proper information motivates people. Hey, positive images making moves, making making power moves. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? But but you know, we gonna get into we we gonna get into all of the all the children and all you that. Your perspective. Right. Part, part two. We'll, part two. We'll, we'll this is the first the next. The next time. The next time. Hey, man, we know you. Might say some wrong shit. Man, we know you. We ain't gonna let you. We ain't edit it out over here. No, I'm sorry. We wouldn't let you say nothing crazy. We know you're extremely busy. We appreciate you stopping through here and yeah, fucking with us, man. A lot. Ten, we're 10 deep in there. Yeah. Don't yeah. Go on, yeah. Yeah. Nick Cannon, 85 South. Let's get a picture right quick before yeah, we wrap yeah. up. Ow. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.